You're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and I'm your host, Craig Ansell. For today's show, it's titled, Reflecting on the Year of COVID-19. As we approach the middle of March 2021, we're one year after the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's our sad but memorable one-year anniversary. Just taking a quick Google search, in the U.S. alone, there's over half a million confirmed deaths from COVID, over 28 million cases, and millions hospitalized all due directly to COVID or effects from COVID. There's no doubt our world has changed in many ways. Take a look at some of the signage you see. I'll give you an example. My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. There's reminders literally everywhere about the COVID-19 pandemic. We've learned a lot, though, including how to maintain our cleanliness better, and watch our contact health. Prior to COVID, I didn't know there was something called a smear infection. That's where the bacteria from the surface or object you touched now resides on part of your body, such as your hand or fingers. If you wipe your face, eyes, ears, or mouth, such as scratching an itch or moving hair away from your face, you could potentially transmit that bacteria to your body through what's called a smear infection. We're reminded regularly to use alcohol to clean our hands when hot water and soap are not available. I didn't know, again, prior to COVID, that there was a certain percentage that was recommended of alcohol concentration so that it would effectively clean your hands. I believe the CDC, that is the Center for Disease Control, is currently recommending between 70 and 80% alcohol concentration so it effectively kills the germs on your hands. Speaking about alcohol and cleaning your hands, while it's doing a good job getting rid of those germs, it also can be a hazardous situation. While the alcohol is drying, it's still flammable, and static electricity working near hot equipment or equipment that gives off sparks or flames could potentially ignite the alcohol. So as a safety reminder, be careful using rubbing alcohol. One, it's dangerous and poisonous if you were to ingest it, And two, until it's completely dry and evaporated, it is flammable. One of the other things that happened with COVID was that we saw an unexpected amount of industry closure and job losses. On top of job losses, there were reduced hours. Some industries saw pay cuts. These effects can hurt us not only physically, but mentally, even spiritually. We could become downtrodden, negative, potentially depressed, or riddled with fear and anxiety. There's so many categories of health that we have to take care of, not just our physical, which used to be a little bit of exercise each day. There are some things that we can celebrate that we've come out of positive on the other side. One of them is we should celebrate our achievements of adaptivity. If you're able to work, you likely are doing AWL or WFH. That's an alternate work location or working from home. 
The United States, for example, has a very strong infrastructure, and we've been blessed to be supported by high bandwidth and strong communications. We're able to work from home or an alternate location, in most cases, hopefully with little to no impact on our performance. And in fact, by not having to travel the daily commute, the daily grind by our vehicles to and from work, we're actually able to spend more time focusing on our work because we don't need to take that time commuting and instead get right to the computer and get right to our work. While this is a positive achievement for us, I will note one word of caution. By performing alternate work location activities or work from home activities, all too often we put in more hours than we would had we been in the office or the regular work environment. We many times might miss morning or afternoon breaks and possibly even shorten or miss our lunch breaks. While it's good to give back and it's good to be productive, these can have negative effects on our health, physically as well as mentally. So as a quick reminder, don't forget to set your alarm between 90 minutes and no more than two hours so that you can get up and take a break. Also, if you're staring at your computer monitors or screen for long periods of time, it's recommended the quick 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, for 20 seconds, look something 20 feet away. You're giving your eyes a break by staring into your screen and looking at something as at a distance so your eyes can refresh and kind of reset. It's good for the muscles and it should also help with potential eye strain headaches. Besides us working from home, some people, as I mentioned earlier, have had and suffered job losses, reduced hours, or pay cuts. If you suffered a job loss, there is hope, and it's proven. You could do something called job repurposing. When you're in a transition for a job, you need to look at what your skills and qualifications are, not only with your experiences, but also with your education. You don't always have to look at the exact same role that you uh, prior came from. For example, when I lost my job over 11 years ago, I was an electrical engineer and I had management experience. Companies at that time weren't hiring for those roles. So I repurposed myself and my resume, and I realized that a lot of the skills that I used in my prior work were project management-based, not only managing projects and services, but also team members. So as a result, I repurposed myself and my resume to project management, and that helped me get into the role that I'm still in today. So Again, look at your background, look at your experiences, and widen your view, widen your approach to what you believe you're able to qualify for and what you're able to apply for. I hope that little tip helps, and I will put some notes, some links in the show notes for some prior episodes where I talk specifically about that, and I have a few more tips coming up towards the end of this episode. Along the lines of working from home, we learned quite a bit about hosting meetings, but virtually. There's a lot of meeting etiquette that we had to take into place. We had to find out and how to overcome building effective presentations online and using our leadership skills and coaching skills for extended meetings, again, all virtually. One would think it would be nearly impossible to hold a meeting with a dozen or more people remotely, but it is possible. It's just something we had to get through. Talking about jobs and what's required to get out there into the job world, 
It used to be thought that you must go to, you, after high school, you must go to college and obtain a four year degree at a minimum. Well, times are changing in 2020 as well as 2021, and some companies have recognized that the four year degree requirement can actually be a hindrance to obtaining quality candidates. And you heard me right. Large companies such as Google and I believe Apple have dropped the four-year degree requirement and they've seen their quality and of their candidate base go up significantly. What they learned was that the four-year degree requirement was hindering the quality of candidates coming in and just because someone had a four-year degree, it did not necessarily mean they were more qualified than someone that did not have a degree, whether they did not finish college or never attended college in the first place. Also, people are having to repurpose themselves and their positions. Here's an example of Jordan, also in Florida, who was a theme park performer for one of the Central Florida parks, and he's now transitioned into a role of a safety manager. He was already experienced with communicating with people and with guests, and now they've simply repurposed him and trained him how to be aware of safety situations and coach and lead others. Kudos to that company for going through and keeping some of their employees and helping them repurpose and using their talents for other skills and other job roles. You know, future employers understand that we're going through a COVID situation, as I mentioned in an earlier episode and that they recognize that you may have some unemployment gaps. I just want to remind you that if that is your case, I know it's difficult and I understand as I was there years ago. But one big tip I can give you, it's not the fact that you have the unemployment gap, but what you do during that unemployment gap that sets you apart from others. So I believe it was episode 41. I'll double check that for you and I'll make sure I get a link to that in the show notes. Actually, it was episode 42, How to Handle Unemployment Gaps. So I'd recommend you go back and listen to that for some additional detail if you need help. It talks about how to handle that during interviews as well as updating your resume. Another example of someone in Florida, David, his background was in finance, and he learned that his company's his company role was being downsized and eliminated. He had some time to repurpose himself and his resume. And so he worked with his existing company before exiting to see what other positions he could apply for and what he'd be qualified for. The biggest thing is building up your confidence and your strength and your skill set to make sure that you believe when you apply for that role that you're qualified so that when you do get that interview, you can effectively sell yourself. So, A lot has happened with COVID over the last year, and I'm afraid we're not done with it because at the time of this recording, we do have the second wave of COVID coming, and unfortunately, it sounds like it is more quickly able to be spread and potentially could have a higher mortality rate. But thankfully, a number of companies worldwide have come out with the COVID-19 vaccinations, and I know they're being administered worldwide. So I'm very proud of our government systems and companies for coming together and finding the funding to provide these to our healthcare workers and to our citizens. So in closing, we're wrapping up a year of COVID, reflecting on COVID, that is. There have been some challenges, no doubt. But there have also been some strong advancements, and we should count ourselves lucky to be able to still listen to this podcast and enjoy what we have today. For anybody that has struggled with COVID personally or in your family, or, God forbid, suffered a death, my heart and prayers go out to you. 
because it's affected us all on some level, directly, indirectly, friends, family, neighbors. I'm sure all of us know of someone that's been um, affected by it and potentially even passed away from it. So once again, this was just to touch on reflecting on a year of COVID, what our challenges were, but also what achievements and what hurdles we've overcome. Looking forward to talking to you next week for episode 45. This has been Craig Ansell with the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, wishing you peace and blessings. Have a great week.